Welcome to Gapology Radio Podcast with authors Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gapology Podcast. This is your place for all things Gapology and how winning leaders can help close performance gaps in themselves and in their teams. Uh, let's give Mark Tinas a call and see where he's at this week. Hey Brian. Hey Mark, how are you doing? Doing well. Where are you at this week? I'm at the home base in El Dorado Hills, California. Oh, how's the weather? Hot. Is it? But it's a dry heat, right? Dry heat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't go outside, but it's a dry heat. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on this week? Well, I thought I would share with the group one of the simplest lessons from Gapology, but probably the most important uh, and that would be expectations. How's that sound? Yeah, perfect. I think that's one of the biggest things that people miss. Let me give a little background to anybody that hasn't read the book. Capology, in essence, is a study of winning leaders. Uh, we were trying to figure out why why certain leaders win and why others don't, uh, so that we could replicate uh, the tactics, the strategies of, of the winning leaders. And One of the most significant things we found, and the simplest things we found, was that winning leaders set clear expectations for their teams. Their teams knew what to do and how to do it. They knew why it mattered. They knew when it had to be done. And because of all of that, they did it. So winning leaders moved their teams to action. So at the end of the day, expectations create action. Yeah, and what happens when they don't set expectations? Yeah, no action or the wrong actions, right? And, uh, and and therefore, you know, great execution, you know, isn't to be found. One of our one of our favorite and most fun exercises, in fact, you can any anybody can do it that that has a team, is the index card exercise. Mm-hmm. I want to tell them about that. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a great one. So we would walk into an environment, and let's say that had uh, five, uh, a team of five, uh, five subordinates, we would, we would ask the leader what were their top three expectations separate from the group so the group couldn't hear, and we would, we would write them down or chart them out. If it happened to be different by person, we would, we would do it separately. If they were all the same for the group of five, we would, we would look at them all together. And then we would hand an index card to the five members of the team and ask them to write down the top three expectations that their leader had of them. And then we would do a match. We would see what the match rate was. And, all right, write this down. I mean, here was the score. Picture this as a football game. So the winning leaders, those that were in the top 10% of performance, when we conducted this exercise, in their environment, they had a match rate of 87%. So that would mean that 87% of the time, the expectations that they had set were a match with, with a member of their team. That's, a, that's an excellent number. Uh, you can actually achieve 100% once you start thinking about it, but 87% is the number. We then took that top 10% group and compared it with the bottom 10% group. So again, we looked at just 
you know, straight up performance. Who are the top performers? Who are the bottom performers? So the bottom 10% group, those leaders had a match rate of 14%. So it wasn't even fair. Yeah, wow. What a difference. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy difference. So we, we then knew why the winning leaders win, and we knew why the other leaders were not winning. It was that simple. Uh, it, w- it was an amazing difference when you compare the two environments then. So, again, in the 87% match rate environment, the team knew what to do, why it mattered, and they did it. You know, they executed. In the environment with the 14% match rate, they were confused. They didn't necessarily know what to do. They lacked training. They didn't have the knowledge to do their job right. They then certainly didn't know why what they were doing mattered. It was it was vacant. And uh, therefore, they, they didn't do it, or they did it inconsistently. And uh, that's what created that, that bottom performance level. Mm-hmm. So this was like something that's obvious, you know, now that you say it and look at it and step back from it. But... It was, it was such a major breakthrough for us to, to understand that expectations, clear expectations, known by the team and given by the leader, made all the difference in the world. Yeah, so Mark, can I ask you, so what do you think, and we've explored this a few times, what do you think is the difference between expectations and goals? Because it seems like every company has goals. So how do you see those two things as being different? Yeah, they're quite different. So an Expectation is something that we do. It's a must-have. It's an absolute. Um, Think of some of the great executing um, organizations. When I walk into In-N-Out Burger, you've been to In-N-Out Burger with me, right? Sure. A A Western fast food chain. One of the things that they do 100% of the time, whether you're at the counter or in the drive-thru, I've never seen them miss. I must have eaten there a thousand times. Uh, They repeat back your order to make sure they've got it right. A simple expectation, but it's not a goal. It is not a goal. We don't at In-N-Out Burger have a goal of repeating back the order. It's an expectation. We do it. 100% of the time, we make sure we have the customer's order correct so we can properly fill the order. So goals are like nice to have, you know, things we're shooting for. Expectations are quite different. So if I was a cashier or whatever they would call them at the counter of In-N-Out, one of my expectations, I'm sure, given to me by a leader, other than to be looking sharp and smiling and friendly with the customers would be to repeat back the order to know that we've got it right. It's an absolute expectation. And every, every position, every company, every team has those expectations. And the question is, is your team clear? Are they clear? How do you know they're clear? So any of you that want to do this index card exercise with your team will be well served. It's, it's a great thing. Uh, wear, you, wear your humility hat. Uh, you may think you'll be 100%. You may not be. But 
the great thing is once you've done the exercise and you know what the gaps are in your own leadership, you can, you can close them. Yeah, you, you know, when I've uh, explained this to people in the past, uh, one of the things I like to do is really break down the, that word, expectations. You know, and just that, those first few letters, I think, explains it. So if you think about things that you expect to happen, you know, it's different than something that you're shooting for, like you said. It's, you, you really expect oh, it to great. happen. That's great. So the last thing I want to share on expectations is, is another big thing. So as a leader, when you set an expectation for a team, you should not only have a behavior that equals the expectation, but you should have a metric or a result that is the outcome of that behavior. So expectations will generally have both pieces, behaviors, and a result component or a metric that measures it. Often the mistake made by leaders is we give the team the number. We've got to hit. 10% growth, whatever the number. But we don't go back as leaders and define the behaviors that equal achieving the 10% growth. The three things that if we do 100% of the time, we're going to get 10% growth or better. So every expectation has got to be accompanied by behaviors. And ideally, leadership should have tested out the behaviors and know that the behaviors work and that the behaviors deliver the result. That way, when they're somewhere and maybe not with the team and they're looking at a report and the report only shows metrics, they know if the behaviors are in place because the metric then speaks to the behavior. So behaviors and, and, and the result component, the metric, have to be totally in sync and locked together to where they equal each other. When that happens, you can execute at a great level. You can achieve great results. You can achieve extraordinary results. And you'll always be in, in that top 10% group that, that we were talking about earlier. The 87% match rate group um, locks up behaviors and metrics. Make sense? Yeah, you know, the, the interesting thing about that is, you know, if you think about it from a leadership standpoint and the things that you can actively coach. You, you really can't coach a result. You have to coach the behavior. So the, the, the result is really just the evidence of the behavior. So when you're coaching, when you're holding people accountable, those kinds of things, it has to be tied to the behavior. That's a great point. That's a great point. And, and leaders that, that fail often just speak to the result. They tell and command a number. Versus teaching the behavior and creating the number through the behavior to great execution of that behavior. That, that was good. That was good, Brian. I like that. So the bottom line is that the winning leaders set clear expectations. Their teams knew what to do and how to do it. They knew why it's, why it's got to be, why it's so important, why it matters. Uh, they knew when it's got to be done. Timing is often a, a key factor, and therefore they did it. Uh, so the execution level soared under clear expectations. And that was, you know, if you took capology and blended it up in a blender, that was our biggest takeaway right there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's, uh, that's a good place to leave it for this week. Any last words that you want to wrap up with, Mark? You know, if you do, the only other thing that 
occurs to me as we're as we're closing is that the habit ladder, which we talked about in another podcast, was a way to get the behavior side of what we just talked about of the expectations, you know, to to that great execution level. So when you combine the the habit ladder with expectations, unbeatable, unbeatable, bulletproof great execution so don't forget that part so if you haven't heard the podcast on habit ladder go uh, go grab that one now all right mark thanks a lot we'll talk to you again next week hey thanks brian thanks a lot mark we'll talk to you soon okay and that's it from here if anybody has any comments questions that they want to share with us uh, feel free to shoot those over to gapologist at gmail.com we'll talk to you all next week take care This has been a production of Gapology Institute. Visit us at gapology.org.